from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Thank you, Stephen. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. Of course, it's BetMGM. It has all your favorite wagering options. You can go in game. Get the boosted odd specials and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. It's great with the in-game wagering. Or just stop by any MGM property here on the Strip. Bring that state-issued ID. you got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. It's a resurrection. Easter Sunday in VEASAN. That's the combination you've been waiting for. So we're happy to have you as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out with the family down in Carolina. That means I get my buddy Josh Applebaum today. Market Insights, of course. Everything Guide to Sports Betting. You can find it on Amazon. Put some money in his pocket, will you? We're going to get to, there's some news. Baker Mayfield potentially to Carolina. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. Also, first-round quarterbacks. Uh, plenty to get to as far as the NFL draft. We've got you covered with the industry standard as far as the betting guy dropping in a little bit here. Uh, but I did want to set this up quickly. One, you said something to me during the break. Very important. It looks like he was going to be a, a game time decision. But the big there in Atlanta, John Collins, looks like he's going to play. That is great because it mitigates a little bit of the loss of Capella, Josh. You're exactly right, Patrick. So again, Collins coming in here, a uh, guy who's, you know, kind of relied upon to be Trey Young's, you know, you know, you know, Robin to his Batman here. So big boost getting Collins back offensively. Obviously you're losing Capello, who's a big guy down low who you're going to miss here against the Miami Heat. But with Collins in, Patrick, uh, what I immediately noticed, a move to the over. Remember we were talking right a minute ago with Will Hill. This goes to show betting is fluid. 
things constantly change, constantly evolve. But if you jumped on the the over when we were talking about it last segment, it was sitting at over 219 and a half. Remember that open 216. Immediately with Collins now upgraded to probable, this totals up to 220. Some shops even go into 220 and a half. So some late movement here to the over. Now, Collins hasn't made a big of a, a big movement here on the spread, Patrick. I'm still seeing pretty much six and a half, seven across the board. Uh, but to me, the notable play here would be I took that over. I jumped on the 219 over and a half. Now you're seeing this. Uh, I, I only have three more times to say it, but you're seeing uh, not the S word, but movement to the over, steam. Patrick. It's over steam. 220. Yeah. It's legitimately yeah. called steam in the industry. You're allowed to say it, please. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, <laughs> so, and by the way, a little flex by you uh, getting the best of that total number. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you, you want to repeat that just, just to kind of spin it? Well, it's a mild flex, Patrick. It's just a tiny flex because I did miss the, the good opener of over 216. But we were talking about it, 219 and a half. Will Hill's giving me the, the hits on, you know, the offensive efficiency here of Atlanta. And believe it or not, Heat were a really good over team this year, as we mentioned. So take a shot on that over. And again, I would hit it now before it moves. This is the importance of you do a great job talking about, Patrick, multiple outs. If you go to vsan.com slash newsletter every day, you'll get promos for legal sports books. Take advantage. They want your business, but you want to be able to shop for the best line. It's a win-win. If you can still find a 220 or 219 and a half, that's a pretty good number because this thing is ticking up with Collins in. I know professional betters that they care more about getting the best of the number than in closing line value than they do about winning their bets, which is psychopathic, but that's what they do. <laughs> now, the Bucks Bulls, I think most just concern themselves with will the Bucks sweep? Uh, good reason. The Bucks swept the season series 4-0. Three of those games were played post All-Star break, where, by the way, post All-Star break, the Bulls were 7-16 ATS. That's not good. However, two of those games were in Chicago, and of course, the sweep with the Bucks. They've won by an average of 18 points in all four. So that's why you take a look today. The Bucks open nine and a half. They've been bet up to 10 and a half for good reason. You know, really what this is, and I think this is a team that potentially repeats. Uh, that's not a, a big shock, but Lopez, his size and flexibility defensively just changes everything for the Bucks, and they're getting healthy. Remember, in a couple of those matchups earlier, they didn't have Connaughton. They didn't have Lopez. They didn't have George Hill. They're all back. The Bucks are healthy and they're clicking at the right time here, Josh. They really are, Patrick. And right now they're plus 500 to win the NBA title. And I agree with you. I, you know, got to respect the Suns. They're the favorite plus 240. The Warriors look scary with their, you know, their guys being rested again. Celtics in the conversation plus 850. But Bucks are a team that I don't know if it's fatigue or they won it last year and just, you know, they're not the sexy play again here. But you get your big three healthy and ready to go and learning so much from that experience last year. I think that could be a worthwhile futures bet plus 500 to win it again here. But Patrick, in this game, movement here toward the Bucks. They open minus nine and a half. They went bet up to minus 10 and a half at BetMGM. They're getting 65% of bets, but 73% of money. So I don't think it's a purely, you know, public play of, yeah, you know, the Bulls have been terrible recently after a great start. And now the Bucks are ready to go here. So it looks like kind of pro and Joe, both, you know, some public and respected money moving this number toward the Bucks. What's also interesting, Patrick, there's a system here. If you look at uh, playoff favorites of eight or more. So I think when you get to the playoffs and you're like, okay, these teams, if they made the playoffs, you must be pretty good. If you're a dog getting close to double digits, you might as well take the points there, but kind of goes the other way uh, over the last 15 playoff seasons. When you're a favorite of eight points or more, you're covering the number 57% of the time. So typically these numbers are high for a reason and you see these favorites cover the cover it. Uh, but again, I would be looking toward the bucks here. 
Uh, maybe not a sweep. I like that minus two and a half games if you can get anything closer or less than maybe minus 200. Yeah, and that big, that nugget was from Mackinac Point Spread Weekly and also go to vston.com. That's the information you're getting. And as we mentioned, remember, as a word of caution for those that after game one want to adjust and go season price with the loser of game one, the winner of game one traditionally in a seven game series goes on to win the series 78.6% of the time. I think that's important there. Uh, one thing that stood out to me, because I saw a lot of people tweeting about it, that is the Bucks team total over 120, 120 and a half. When things are look too good, it's sometimes too good to be true. I caution you, that number 10 and a half on the spread, that leads you to believe it's going to be a blowout. What happens in blowouts, fourth quarter, you rest. So while the Bucks should be against a dreadful Bulls defense, should be able to go over that post a total for their team total of 120 and a half, you never know where the starters are going to be late in this game, Josh. I think it's a great point by you, Patrick, because another thing I look at, and we talk correlative betting a lot, you're on a dog, you want a high total uh, in, in the NBA, you're on a favorite, you want, or sorry, it goes the other way. When you're on a favorite, you want a lower total. Uh, you want, when you're on a dog, a little bit of high total, more variance, more upset opportunities. But to your point, this is kind of like my Gonzaga play a little bit. You see this a lot with Gonzaga in college basketball. When you're a big favorite uh, laying like 15 points or more in college, I lean under, especially if it's a total of like 150 or more, because what you mentioned, Patrick, you get up big, you're up by 20, you take your foot off the gas, you kind of just cruise there to the end. That'll be kind of the angle here. Like, as you mentioned, if it looks too good to be true. You're always wary of that because, again, nothing's easy in sports betting. It's really difficult to beat the good lines, overcome the juice, you know, stay away from bad beats and, and unlucky breaks. But the fact that you're getting, you know, a 10 and a half point favorite here tells me that, as you mentioned, you could be up 20 in the third or fourth quarter. Are you really going to be motivated to continue to score, score, score? No. Typically, you see these, you know, big favorites lean to the under a little bit. I think if it's like 220, uh, if you're a favorite of 10 or more in the playoffs, I think the under is is close to like 54 percent and something crazy. But it is that edge a little bit to the under with a big favorite. Yeah, well put. And again, for new betters, correlated betting correlation. Remember, if you're a parlay player, I'm not a parlay better. But if you are, uh, favorites to the over, dogs to the under. It's not a blanket rule, but that's generally what pros will follow. Okay. Now, we're going to transition because we've got Thomas Gable to talk the NBA postseason. We've also got Wes Reynolds coming up in just a little bit. So a little transition into the NFL draft, which we're going to be discussing so much exhaustively here on Sin. And I did notice this morning, Hutchinson, the edge out of Michigan, his number has dropped to be the number one overall player picked. Of course, Jacksonville is sitting there. Now you can look at a myriad of mocks and everyone is going to have something different for the most part, but you know, Hutchinson was 250 minus 250. So again, you got to bet 250 to win 100 bucks there, two dollars fifty cents to win a dollar. He has now dropped to 220. It's a two-player race for the number one overall pick, that Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. He's plus 250 to go one overall, and then you see a big drop off in the market, Josh, down to Evan Neal, the huge tackle out of Bama. He's seven to one. So the market's telling you it's either going to be Hutchinson or Walker going one overall to Jacksonville unless they trade out. Yeah, Patrick, you're totally right. And this has been a roller coaster here for the number one overall pick. Like, it's not one of those other years where you have that franchise quarterback, that Trevor Lawrence or, uh, you know, who, whoever it may be, you know, your Deshaun Watson. I know he didn't go one overall, but there's not that one quarterback uh, to really, you know, feel like, you, hey, he's going to be the number one overall pick. So it started off Hutchinson as I think like a minus 150 favorite. If you go back to the end of the college football season, at one point you saw Evan Neal become a favorite here when it was unclear what the Jaguars would do with their offensive line. They bring in uh, Brandon Scherf from the Commanders. You re-sign uh, Cam Robinson here or on the franchise tag. Uh, 
you're not really, you know, you're not wedded to an offensive lineman like you were maybe going into it. And Hutchinson, as you mentioned, Patrick, minus 250 just the other day. I actually looked today at BetMGM. I'm seeing minus 175 wow. Hutchinson. So this number, yeah, wow. that, it is falling here. And it correlates with Trayvon Walker, you know, the uh, the edge guy there from Georgia, who is kind of that, that physical beast, that specimen with the great intangibles and tested so well at the combine. Trent Balky, the GM there of the Jags, has been known to pick like, you know, the physical freak who has the huge upside over, you know, the can't miss uh, prospect there. He did a lot often with uh, San Francisco. So what's notable to me, Patrick, uh, Walker plus 140 to go first overall. But there are a lot of markets that give you who will go second overall. Right now, the favorite is Hutchinson to go second. So it's weird. Hutchinson's the favorite one overall minus 175. He's the favorite second overall plus 150. And then it's Thibodeau and Walker plus 200 plus 225. So the way this is trending it's hard not to think maybe Trayvon Walker is really getting a lot of movement late. Could he go one overall? This movement today is notable on a sleepy, you know, NBA playoff Sunday, Pritch or uh, Patrick, you're seeing movement toward Trayvon Walker one overall. I've been called worse than Pritch. Yeah, that's yeah. just, that's a, that's just a muscle that's memory. The, Patrick. The, don't take, don't the, take offense. That's the gentleman right there. Newcastle goal. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I West Ham uh, dead to me. The hammers dead to me. Obama's favorite EPL team dead to me. Betters that, betters that are degenerates know what I'm talking about. A <laughs> uh, couple of things. One, Hutchinson, and remember, the draft's going to be right down the road here in Vegas. The only question is, will Hutchinson show up? Because I haven't seen him since he disappeared against Georgia. Ooh, burn. I like that, Patrick. It's, it was really <laughs> cheesy, but it's Sunday. Nobody's watching. Um, Can I throw one at you, though, Patrick, what? real quick? What? So over under five and a half wide receivers in the first round. This is something that our own Matty Humans had in a great mock draft. Mel Kuyper has hit on. They have seven wide receivers going in the first round. Five and a half over was like minus 150 a week ago. It's up to like minus 200. I'd go over five and a half first round wide receivers. Like that one, Josh. I'm just saying Hutchinson, to me, a little overvalued at one overall. That's my point. By the way, the Panthers... Are they in the mix for Baker Mayfield? News percolating. We'll get to that next here at vcin.com. Remember, for all the information, this is the Lombardi Line. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent Musburger is going to give his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Also, Matt Humans with a mock draft. Michael Lombardi will give his draft analysis. Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round draft pick, he's here as well. Sean King, Super Bowl winning champ. We've got you covered. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the NFL draft for only $19. That includes NFL draft guide, Major League Baseball, Matt, it's all there. VSIN.com slash draft for $19. So, we're going to make you money for under $20. Just go to vston.com slash draft or slash spring. And you can find the information as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point where you can see a couple of betters mingling at the book over my shoulder there. Josh Applebaum, not in a onesie. There it is. It's not, it's not necessarily a <laughs> packed Easter Sunday. But where these people come from blows my mind. Uh, we look out. I look over here at the tables. It is 8.15 on an Easter Sunday, the, presumably the Lord's Day. And the roulette tables are absolutely <laughs> jacked. And I think that's the way God would have wanted it, Josh. I totally agree, Patrick. Yeah. And, you know, you and I got to hang out when I was there for March Madness. Don't forget, if you cash a baseball bet, uh, hopefully you win all your baseball bets. Get the $1 hot dog for Michael Lombardi. Taste, best, best $1 hot dog you'll ever have. <laughs> hot dog. That's a good call. Uh, Michael, of course, on vacation. So he's down in Carolina. And guess what? The Panthers just popped up in the news. Mary Kay Cabot, who does everything for the Browns. Apparently, the Panthers, remember, in 2018, the number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, he no longer is wanted by his team, the Browns. And there are three teams hot on his tail, according to this report. The Panthers are one of three teams who lost out into Deshaun Watson sweepstakes along with the Falcons and Saints, but they're one of several teams interested in Mayfield and have the most cap space. So the Panthers are an interesting play potentially here. Of course, it didn't work out with Sam Darnold. It doesn't seem like it's going to work out with Sam Darnold. The Carolina Panthers hold the sixth overall pick, and this is a draft, and I've said it before, this is a draft with Pickett and Willis and Corral and Ritter. The if Davis Mills was in this draft, he'd go before them. That just gives you an idea. He was a third rounder last year. So this is, it, it's, you're just forcing yourself around peg square hole type situation with a quarterback because it's such a valued position and Mayfield better than the three that are coming out or four that we just discussed there. Do you think it makes sense for Carolina to go Baker here, Josh? 
So I think it does make a little bit of sense just because is he an improvement over what you already have? Is he an improvement over Sam Darnold? I, it may be negligible here, Patrick, but, uh, and what was it, Bill Parcells or some executive who said, if you have two starting quarterbacks, then you have no starting quarterbacks here. I just think if you can get him on kind of a, a cheap money deal, you know, a show me type deal, and you do have a competition between him and Darnold, you know, are you, is there going to be, and also I want to see this, Patrick, like if, if, the, if he does join Carolina and maybe Darnold is hurt or Baker goes in or Baker's a starter and he gets hurt and Darnold goes in, I bet you the spread probably wouldn't move at all. They're probably, you know, worth the same to the number uh, as, as both players. So that could be really fascinating to watch. I just think the draft gets interesting with what happens here with the Carolina Panthers. Like at DraftKings right now, uh, you can get these prop bets on uh, which team will select, you know, player A or player B. So right now the favorite to draft Kenny Pickett, Carolina Panthers plus 150. The favorite to draft Malik Willis, Carolina Panthers plus 250. So the Panthers are in need of a quarterback. Uh, the tough spot, though, is, you know, uh, where you have these guys graded. Like, if you have Pickett or Willis or one of these guys as, like, a late first rounder, can you really take him at six overall? You know, to me, that's where you might get in a little bit of trouble here. But if you do look at first quarterback selected, Malik Willis has been pretty consistently the favorite here. He's minus 155 right now. I think he got up to as close to, like, minus 200 maybe, maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. Uh, but again, you do have a connection with Pickett. I believe it's either the owner or some high executive in Carolina's organization who went to Pitt or has a connection to Pitt. So if, if Willis is off the board, maybe we get a surprise. He goes a little bit earlier. I don't think Pickett does get past uh, Carolina here. I would rather have maybe a Pickett uh, number six overall than a Baker Mayfield. Not a great, not a great last name for a quarterback though. He's you know, pick it. You got it uh, <laughs> quickly on what you just mentioned. So as far as quarterback to go, uh, first in the forthcoming draft here in Vegas, the first quarterback drafted Willis is a minus 180. He was 150 at the book I just pulled up here. He's now minus 180. So Josh, little steam. Yeah, I said it on Malik Willis out of Liberty. Kenny Pickett plus 150 to be the first quarterback off the board. Matt Corral 14 to one. Howell out of North Carolina 18 to one, and Ritter 28 to one. The senior coming out of Cincinnati. So. The money still points to Malik Willis, Josh. It really does continue to point to Willis. And this is the kind of guy that I think the future of the NFL, like if you're looking for that mobile quarterback who can both run and throw it, the guy who really jumped off the page of the senior bowl, Willis could be your guy here. Played at a smaller program at Liberty, but still the physical tools uh, really kind of entice you to maybe think he will go one overall, or not one overall, but the first quarterback selected at minus 155. And then Patrick, you mentioned that over under two and a half uh, quarterback selected. I just pulled up at DraftKings, the over two and a half quarterbacks in round one is juiced minus 250. So the under two and a half is plus 190. That's a pretty heavy juice price on it on an over under uh, position, you know, prop like that. So I would look to the over. I think you are going to get, you know, Pickett and Willis. And then you just need one of these guys, Desmond Ritter, uh, Matt Corral, who's kind of been linked. Uh, I don't know, mid 10, mid, mid, you know, 15, 20 range. Could he be available uh, with the Saints who need a quarterback and maybe rebuild? Uh, losing Drew Brees and, you know, Jameis, I don't know, the jury's still out on him, but I like that over. I think you're going to get Pickett and Willis, and then you're just going to need Ritter or Corral or Sam Howell, maybe, maybe a late, late pick. Uh, I like that over two and a half, even though it is juiced up, it tells you liability is on the over. Yeah, you mentioned minus 250 on the over two and a half quarterback selected DraftKings in the first round. Uh, incoming text from a good friend that I grew up with, Jason in Michigan, who I'm glad he's watching the show. He does have three children and it is Easter. So <laughs> cool, Jay. <laughs> Appreciate you. But he just wrote me, um, would you rather have Baker or Jared Goff? So I'm going to go around Tough the room one. and we're going to answer this question. 
one, the argument would be Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. Okay, Sean McVay may have had something to do with that. Goff is now in Detroit. Dan Campbell's not a huge Goff fan. And Goff, you know, his personality, I don't know how to compare it because I don't want to be disparaging wallpaper. So not necessarily a natural-born leader. Uh, but the question I have for you, Josh, and we'll literally go around the room here. Femi's here. Kevin's here. Stephen Bond is here. Would you rather have Jared Goff under center or Baker Mayfield? I would go Goff. Uh, you know, again, it's a tough one here, Patrick. You know, choosing between two things you don't really like much of either, so it's a lesser of two evils. But uh, Goff, at least he's not on all the commercials. At least he's not giving me annoying you know, press clippings every day. He knows his role. He makes a lot of money. But I'd rather have Goff than I would have uh, Baker. Just say it out loud, Kev, who you got? Goff? Okay, that's the wrong answer. Stephen Bond producing the show today. What do you got for me? You're saying that's that is the correct answer. The, the upside of Baker better than Go the, the funny thing about Baker, his production was awesome two years ago coming off the run. Remember, that's a team as well that missed the postseason last year. They had a lot of buzz here in town for Super as far as Super Bowl bets and futures last year. They pushed Kansas City in the postseason at Kansas City two years ago. And that was with Baker under center. Uh, to me, it's Baker or nobody. Host, of course, coming up later today here on VEASAN, of course, host of GM Shuffle with Michael Lombardi is mm -hmm. Femi, and he joins us. You are the tie break. What's going on, guys? What's going on, man? Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield? And be careful answering this. I am a Lions fan. <laughs> I'm going Jared Goff. You know, I mean, Baker Mayfield was a former number one overall pick. So was Jared Goff. At one time, somebody thought that he could really play at a high level. Uh, Goff has been to a Super Bowl, like you mentioned, Carried by Sean McVay. It's a very, very key point to add to that as well. But I think Goff, he's just, his demeanor is a little bit more cool from what I'd like from a quarterback. Baker's way too high, way too low. Get that out of here. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my mom yesterday and she was saying, you know, how's it going at work? And I said, we've hired a bunch of new people that are super, super nice. And one of them is named Femi and I no longer like you. So that's weird. We flipped in one day because that is not the right answer. I understand. I understand people don't. Bake, why don't people like Baker? Josh, is it because the commercials? Is it because the swagger? I think it might come down to that, but he does have, uh, uh, to me, there's a higher ceiling there with Baker. Yeah, I think you make a good point here, Patrick. You know, I'm with Femi on golf, but, you know, Baker has the potential. It's just, uh, you know, you don't have, like, the size you would look for as a prototypical quarterback. He's a little bit shorter. He's, you know, it got out, had a lot of injuries here. He just mentioned, like, hey, you know, why are you dumping on me? And the team lied to me and all these different things about, uh, you know, I've had four different coordinators in four years, and I fully admit that. That's difficult on a young quarterback. But I want a, a young quarterback who says, you know, doesn't make excuses and doesn't say, Hey, you know, blame it on my different coordinators and blame it on my injuries. No, I want a quarterback that says, Hey, you know, next time I, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, play hard. I'm going <laughs> to practice hard. Next time I get my opportunity, I'm going to do the best I can do. I know this is all cliche, but I think it's the personality of Mayfield Mayfield that turns you off a little bit. Uh, and again, he's, he acts like a first, you know, overall pick when his play really hasn't proven he, that. He would be a good pairing with Dan Campbell. <laughs> he, I mean, those two it, drinking uh, caffeine nonstop. Who would be more fired up on game day, Baker Mayfield or Dan Campbell? Well, Camp, it's weird because <laughs> Campbell has not really been positive about golf. In fact, no. he was, you know, undermined him last year a little bit. Uh, I, I think Baker, I think there's going to be a second birth here on Easter, of a resurgence, <laughs> if you will, of Baker. But the thing is that, like, you mentioned Campbell kind of almost throwing Goff under the bus, giving him a little bit of criticism in the public. Could you do that with Baker Mayfield if he's your quarterback? I don't think you can. 
And I think that's the difference is, like, this guy just can't handle the highs and lows of the position. And I think that's a detriment to him. You know what he needs to do? Stay off social media. Yes. Social media is ruining (laughs) a lot of people's lives, and Baker can't handle that smoke Mm -hmm. is really what it comes down to. Femi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Wrong answer, but still a good guy. See you at the top of the hour. (laughs) That's that's called a tease. When we come back, another one. Our buddy Thomas Gable from the Borgata joins us here on the Lombardi Line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Lombardi line. Happy Easter here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hope you're having a great Sunday. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSEN studios here at the South Point. Again, you got four NBA games to bet on today. I think you got 15 in Major League Baseball. We've got NHL. We've got plenty to do as we welcome you back. Josh Applebaum sitting in for Michael Lombardi and our teammate, our buddy, Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book out at the Borgata. By the way, TG, as we say happy Easter to you, uh, Femi just told me, and Josh said it as well, that MGM dropped all the way down to Aiden Hutchinson being the number one overall pick. They're down to 175. That number's dropping like a rock, huh, Thomas? Yeah, you're seeing uh, some steam here on <laughs> that. <laughs> well played. We can all we're all able to say that word today. <laughs> yes, we can use a word that is synonymous with betting. Uh, but that number has dropped. Is it, it? Does that surprise you that Hutchinson's dropped that much? Well, I mean, if that's what you know, I don't know what BetMGM's taking. Obviously, they they seem to be uh, taking some uh, some money there. But a lot of this, a lot of the odds on all these, I mean, they're determined by two things, really. You're, you're picking up information as it comes uh, out there from mock drafts and, and so forth and just kind of reading the tea leaves, so to speak. And it's, it's tough because there's so much misinformation out there on the draft. And, uh, and then you're also uh, reacting to money that's coming in and uh, who's betting it. So the draft is a very, thing, very difficult thing to book. Uh, for for all bookmakers, I think they'll say almost universally they'll say nobody really likes booking it. It's more as a courtesy to the customer, and it's certainly something for betters though that they can make money off of if they if they pay attention and um, really dive in deep to this. Uh, you know, because there's no competition being played here, uh, as you guys know. It's it's all decisions that teams are making, and if uh, you can get ahead of some of these things. Um, you know, you, you can make some money on the draft as a better. You basically said, quote, I'm a great guy and a benevolent person right there. You said, I'll allow people to do it because I'm a nice person. Is that what you're saying, Thomas? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> Josh, go ahead. Jump in with Thomas here on the NBA. Well, yeah, TG, it's great to be with you. Happy Easter, my man. I got to get to the board. God, I miss you. So I missed the Moneyline Barn book. So hopefully I can see you soon. But uh, walk me into some of the, the action today, TG. So we were talking about all the games. You can go in any direction you want here. But I was looking at maybe we can start with the Celtics and the Nets. We're seeing a majority of bets mm-hmm. here on the Nets in this game. But we did see the Celtics, you know, minus three and a half up to minus four, line moving in their favor. So are you taking in any respected money here on the Celtics or any other games today that you're seeing big action at at the Borgata? So we're actually, uh, in this game, Josh, we're seeing very, very balanced action here uh, for the Nets and Celtics. Uh, very even on the money. Um, not, not not a real decision uh, for us in this game. The ticket count is slightly favors the Nets here, uh, but just uh, just by a little bit. 
and the total of 225 and a half where it's sitting, and that has uh, come back to where we opened it. We opened it 225 and a half. It got down as low as 223. But I think the key thing, and this is one of the things I know you focus on, Josh, and I assume uh, you probably had a big day yesterday in the NBA because if you paid attention to the line moves that were going on yesterday in the games, you would have had a profitable day. Just in. Not even you didn't even have to beat the closing line. If you just played the line moves as they were coming yesterday, you know you you got there. You saw the total and the Jazz Mavs moved down. Uh, even yesterday, it continued to fall. That game obviously went under. Uh, the Sixers Raptors game that total ticked up uh, ever so slightly in the morning. Again, that game flew over the total. Uh, Nuggets Warriors uh, that game again. You saw the Warriors. Um, the spread on the Warriors go up, and they obviously covered. Um, the, the only anomaly, really, was the um, the Grizzlies Timberwolves. But again, if you're looking just at the total, that total went up, and uh, again, that cash. So, if you're just paying attention to line moves, like uh, I know you do, and you focus on that, uh, you probably had a profitable day yesterday. You did, and um, go ahead, Patrick. Please, can I, please, if I can throw one more at TG, yeah, because this always interests me, like. TG, when you get to the playoffs, are line moves more meaningful? Like, I operate on the perception of, like, you know, you guys at the book, you're, you're the sharpest, smartest guys in the room. You have great models and algorithms to give you your power ratings and spit out these numbers. But is there something to the fact, like, you know, we saw this a little bit uh, at the end, of, at the tail end of March Madness, where a lot of these moves ended up coming through. Is there anything to do with the fact that you have so much data on these teams, you have a full season of information that basically if you see a line move, maybe it's slightly more meaningful than, a, you know, a sleepy December regular season type move? Uh, well, yes and no. I think you 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 got the the one part of that absolutely correct, where you have so much more data, and the market is much more efficient uh, because of that. Uh, you have more liquidity in the market uh, when it comes to playoff time. Uh, you uh, and you mentioned like the NCAA tournament. Certainly, there that that market is very liquid for those games, and uh, it's very very efficient as well. So. Yes, when you see those types of moves, there's definitely something behind it. Um, but, you know, I can't discount the ones in the, the regular season either because most of the time, again, that's uh, respected money that, that is moving it, uh, not necessarily just, uh, you know, a money dump from someone that isn't respected. So, uh, but definitely when it, you get to this point in the playoffs and you have an entire uh, season worth of data and, um, you know, again, it, it all comes down to how much is actually in the market at this point for the playoffs. Yes, the, the, the line moves are certainly something you need to pay attention to. Thomas Gable, Borgata, Bucks expected to roll against the Bulls. Where are you at side in total? Yeah, so Bucks are double-digit favorites here. They, they opened as a 9.5-point favorite here, now up to 10.5. Uh, the total, 229.5, still a big total between these two. We know the Bucks, though. You follow this team through the year. They can put up a lot of points, uh, but the Bulls are just going to be completely overmatched in this series. Uh, it's uh, you know, unfortunately, they were kind of the team that was targeted here with the teams jockeying for playoff positions and who wanted to get that three seed because everybody was sort of like, all right, that that's the three seed. You want that seed because you're going to be lined up against the Bulls in the first round. So uh, it, you know, the Bulls aren't getting a lot of respect. Uh, in the market, and I think you're going to see the Bucks just roll in this series. 
TG, I'm curious if you have any liability or any big wagers on some futures bets right now, because we dial it up at the BetMGM site. Suns are the favorite, plus 240. Had a fantastic regular season, obviously. Trying to get revenge after losing last year to the Bucs. Then you get the Bucs plus 500. Patrick and I were talking about maybe that's kind of a value play, a team that uh, went, went healthy and playing well. They're pretty tough to beat here. Warriors plus 650, Celtics plus 850. Are you taking any big money on any of these teams to win it all? Is there a team down the list, like you know Grizzlies, Jazz, uh, any of these other teams uh, taking in some money? What's the futures market look like to win the NBA title right now? So for the title, Josh, uh, we we do have some liability there on the Suns uh, the, as a favorite. They've been getting bet all year, and, and rightfully so. They had a great regular season. Um, they were one of the teams that, you know, it seemed like they tried every night during the regular season, uh, which is a rarity in the NBA. But uh, So we have a little bit of liability uh, on them, not, not too bad. We actually have a lot of liability on the Jazz. Uh, to win the title, and that's really from uh, even preseason, going back to preseason, we took a bigger bet on the Jazz uh, for the title, and, you know, obviously that uh, liability has faded a little bit through the year, uh, through the season, but uh, we still have some remaining there on the Jazz, and the Mavericks actually, as they were playing uh, pretty well there, and uh, defensively they were looking very good, uh, they were getting bet in the future market here as well, now, obviously, with the Luka injury, um, you know, bad break for, for those betters who were, were taking them. But in the futures for the Eastern Conference, all the liability here lies with Brooklyn for us here at Borgata. We, we, last weekend, we had somebody come in and put down 100000 on the Nets at plus 340 to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, that was even before their, their playing game. So um, you saw those odds uh, come down a little bit, uh, moved it plus 320 after taking that. But that's where the liability lies for the Eastern Conference right now is with Brooklyn, at least here at Borgata. Thomas Gable, it is Easter, so I have a question for you. Do you like peeps? And if so, why are you a psychopath? <laughs> Never been a fan of peeps, Patrick. There's Never the right answer. That is the right answer. I, I like jelly beans on Easter. <laughs> jelly beans. Oh, <laughs> quickly, just to kind of finish this off, would you take Goff or Baker Mayfield at quarterback? Uh Oh, uh, those two, Baker Mayfield. That's the right answer. Um, what is? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Here, you're welcome. But I, 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 right. I don't think you have a monitor, but we're about to throw, show a picture of Josh Applebaum in a onesie, a Bruins onesie. So you can go back and watch this, vcin.com. But there it is, Josh <laughs> and his sister. Josh, that's a good look for you, bro. I appreciate I it. Yeah, a baby picture? Not a, oh, not yeah. A it, picture. It's a very okay. much a baby picture. And let's just say he was hefty. Oh, yeah. Not, Patrick, uh, TG, not much has changed over the years. You can flash forward another 33 years. Pretty much look the same. <laughs> yeah, it does. You look great. But you look great. Uh, Thomas, all, all kidding aside, happy Easter. You're our partner here on the Lombardi line. We love you, man. Good, look, good luck today at the book, okay? All right. Thank you, guys, and happy Easter. And, Josh, uh, stay out of those onesies from now on. <laughs> can we oh, try to, yeah. Can we throw the picture up on the way out? Just because the the look of confusion, Josh is looking at a reverse line movement there in this picture. Oh, yeah. You can see, and he is very perplexed by the board. Next, Wes Reynolds here on the Lombardi line. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi... Once again, here's Patrick Maher. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Vegas. BetMGM Rewards, it's a loyalty program like your credit card. Always talk about it. You can redeem the bonuses online, or you can convert them into comps at MGM Resorts Nationwide. It's a great loyalty program BetMGM has set up. So, again, if you're betting through the app over at BetMGM.com, you're going to get points. Might as well do it. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. We welcome you back on an Easter Sunday. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Josh Applebaum. And we welcome in our buddy, Wes Reynolds, who does a great job, not just long shots. He's all over the channel. And you know, probably, Josh, the sharpest guy around. Uh, no offense to you, big guy. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. None taken. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, hi, Wes, and good morning. And I like where you're starting here today because new betters are going to hear so much of this zigzag theory. Would you like to explain the zigzag theory as it applies to the playoffs? Yeah, Patrick and Josh, thanks for having me on. Happy Easter, happy uh, Passover, Ramadan. I think we've got them all covered uh, here to start the show. But yeah, when you look at the zigzag theory, and I think you're going to hear a lot about it on VSIN and then other 
programs in the space and other networks, you're going to hear a lot about the zigzag theory in the NBA playoffs and really the NHL playoffs for that matter when that gets started in about a week and a half. But I do want to kind of give a little bit of note of caution to our audience here. A lot of them might be new betters and, and whatnot kind of uh, getting involved in this space. And if you look at the, the zigzag theory, if you're betting it blindly, basically, and you could go back around 20 years or so, it's really about 50%, or give or take, give or take a few cents here, where you don't want to necessarily back it blindly because not all of these series are going to go seven games. So that means, okay, one team covered this game, so I got to bet the other team the next game, or this game went over, so I got to go under the next time around. You don't want to get into the habit of doing that because then you're only hitting about 50%. And we know with the 11 to 10, especially in basketball and in football specifically, you got to be about 52.4% to break even or to even turn a very small profit. So if you're hitting 50%, you're losing long term. So I want to advise betters against doing that. Now that I say that, there is one good spot to maybe use the zigzag theory on Tuesday night. And it's a game that we talked about on Friday, previewing it for Saturday, Patrick, was the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. Timberwolves, all of a sudden, they were getting teased. You know, we are the champions because they were celebrating making the playoffs, which they've only done one time since 2004 when KG won the MVP. And they were getting kind of ridiculed. Well, they came out and punched Memphis in the face because now mm -hmm. all of a sudden Memphis has different expectations. It's like, okay, you're the number two seed. Now you've been begging for all the eyes to be on you. And now they're not. And now they are on you. And they kind of came up lame in the first spot. But you look at Tuesday night in the second game when a top three seed loses game one in an NBA playoff series. They, I believe, are 64% the next game out. So you're seeing Memphis right now on Tuesday night playing seven. There's some six and a half at BetMGM. Certainly at the six and a half, I think that's the jump in spot on Memphis. So that's a zigzag that can actually apply. But I just urge listeners and viewers not to follow that blindly. Well done. And Josh, did you want to follow up on zigzag, a, a term that's so prominent in the sports betting uh, landscape and vernacular? Yeah, I, I would love to just, you know, throw this in. And Wes, it's great to, uh, you know, get pick your brain today on a big sports betting day. Happy Easter to you and yours. But I think the zigzag, too, I look at it as like that that fade the second team on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. That used to be, you know, the early 2010s when I was like kind of first really getting deep into sports betting. Something you would do every single time. Second leg of a back-to-back, -back, bet against those teams. But the market has caught on to that. I think a lot of that value is now gone. Now, Wes knows this. One system that I really like is when a team is down 0-2 and then they go home for game three, betting them in that first quarter. Typically they're, you know, coming out, you know, you know blazing there in the first quarter, that team that's up 2-0, maybe they're resting on their lures a little bit. That's one system that I would look toward. But uh, right. Wes, I got to get your take because there's only one game in town today. It's Nets Celtics. I'm in Boston. Everyone's excited hmm. for this game. What's your take here, Wes? Uh, we did see a little movement to the Celtics on the series price up to minus 140 on the game one number, some minus three and a half up to minus four. What's your cap on this game and any feeling for the series price in today's matchup? Yeah, Josh, uh, I didn't bet the game in terms of game one, but I do have a bet on the series with the Boston Celtics. And look, uh, I the, the Nets, everybody was kind of like afraid of them and whatnot and trying to avoid them here in the playoffs. But, you know, I'm not sure why I'm not bought in yet on the Brooklyn Nets. And I think Boston, I don't think that this has been a fluke. This is who I bet in the Eastern Conference a couple months ago at 20 to one. So I'm going to sit on that to win the East. And look, uh, 
Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving both had to play 42 minutes on Tuesday to just get by Cleveland. And I know they were out ahead of Cleveland, and Cleveland kind of made a late run. And when you saw when Durant sat against Cleveland, the Nets got outscored by nine points. And I just don't think Cleveland had the depth to really take advantage of Brooklyn. And I think Boston really does. So this is one of those series, I think, Josh, if it, you think it's going to go the distance, you can kind of maybe work a scalp here. Maybe you like Brooklyn in the series. So I'd take them in the series before game one. Let's say that they win and then you can get plus money on Boston. I think this is going to be a scalper type series price deal. Has a one seed ever been slept on more than the Miami Heat? No, seriously, they won six of seven down the stretch. They won a game in Boston late in the year, and it doesn't feel like there's any buzz. And I'm right there with you today, Wes. I'm going to fade them. The Hawks, you can catch seven. They've got that swagger back. You're going to go Hawks today, game one. Yeah, I am, Patrick. And I like this Heat team, but I think Atlanta, with the experience, playoff experience matters. Look, this is a team that we forget about, even though they've kind of disappointed this year, that did reach the Eastern Conference Finals and gave the Bucs a competitive six-game series before the Bucs went on to win the championship. But I think this line has kind of increased a little bit because Clint Capella, at least for the early portion of this series, is going to be out with that hyperextended knee. But... The four games in the season, and I actually get this from uh, John Von Tobel's great write-up at vcin.com this morning, the line was never four and a half during the regular season between Atlanta and Miami. And now six and a half, and I got seven. It's kind of dipped a little bit because John Collins may go. He's been out about 18 games. So, yeah, Capella is going to be missing, but that, I think, is a big jump two, two and a half points with Capella being out for this one. And then uh, Akwangwu, I think, is a good option off the bench at center. And you look when he's at the five, when he's at the center position, Atlanta just under plus five per 100 possessions. So I think that that's an overreaction by the market to go up to six and a half, to go up to seven. Last time these two teams played was nine days ago. Miami was laying a point and a half at home, won 113 to 109. So one and covered, made their foul shot down the stretch so I just think that there's been a little bit much of an adjustment in this spot and what I think you're going to see Atlanta want to do is try to get them Miami bigs out there on Trey Young you saw them do that on Friday night where they got the Cavs on the switch and they had Lori Markinen guarding Trey Young and Cleveland didn't have a prayer if that's going to happen so I think you're going to see Atlanta try to find a mismatch in that regard I just think six and a half seven is too high Wes, you're the best. You're going to be sitting with me here in studio tomorrow, filling in for Michael Lombardi. Thank you, buddy. Enjoy your Easter. All right. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you. Josh Applebaum, the zigzag theory. There's theories that you you have to refute as you get involved in sports betting. Another one would be just because a game is nationally televised doesn't mean you have to bet it. Some would say you pass it over. Ooh, Patrick. That, you that, start was, off not, with a that was not you're, terrible. You're, yeah, you're ending with a banger. That's a pretty good there, no, Patrick. I you're, like you're, that. But... You're just humoring me. Let's be fair. <laughs> no, no, that was Pass pretty over. good. And you were saying, I like how you saved that one for the last segment. That's I was thinking good. about but... it. I wasn't listening to people because I just couldn't wait to say it. Go ahead. And Patrick, some may ask why tonight is uh, is a night like unlike any other. Why do we eat leavened bread instead of unleavened bread or the other way around? So that's me being my half Jewish, you know. I uh, don't even know what you're talking there, about, but, but I, yeah, I promise, it, I, I guarantee yeah. you're right. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, those uh, those chosen ones listening, they know what I'm talking about. That's all. I'm, that's all. I'm saying. But, <laughs> this is taking a weird turn. Go ahead, Josh. It, it really is. We're having fun. But I would just say, you know, to your point, getting back to you know some some serious betting talk here. Never bet anything just blindly for some reason. Like um, again, you want to have you want to take each game individually. You want to be aware of these you know overarching trends. Like you know, Patrick. One, I really like the the only thing I bet blindly is like. Um, the military academy unders like when army plays navy every year yeah. you take the under there's only a couple handful of those where you blindly play them i think you do anything blindly you're hurting yourself because you want to take each game individually on its own merits and i don't want to be going directly against maybe a sharp move just because something did very well in the past so again don't just take the easy layup there uh maybe pass over some of those ones that look too well, good to be true well done piggybacking on my joke the uh okay chosen one give me a, a baseball play on the way out yeah, so a couple ones caught my eye. Uh, number one, I look toward the Milwaukee Brewers today. They're at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. They're only getting about 45% of bets across the market, but they moved up from around minus 115 up to around minus 135. I'll lay with Milwaukee. And I'll sweat the Red Sox again today, Patrick. They opened minus one, like even, plus 100. They flipped all the way dog to favorite, minus 140. Go Sox and go Celts, Patrick. Happy Easter. Josh, this was fun. We should do it again in the future. Thank you. I would love to. Yeah, I would love too. to. Me too. Kevin, thank you. <laughs> of course, Stephen Bond, thank you. Femi and James Salinas coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A very happy Easter and good luck betting today. We'll see you tomorrow on the Lombardi Line. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at pet 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.